All right, welcome back to the Survival and Basic Badass Podcast. Today, we're going to talk about, well, let me tell you, we got a a lot, yeah, I can talk. We got an email from a listener named James who said that he was good on prepping lots of long-term storage stuff, but he was worried about a long-term meat supply. And he said he couldn't do chickens and a lot of the other animals, you know, more farm type animals where he was. And so I would have to assume he's maybe in the city. Well, Mm. you're in luck because I have a solution for long-term meat that we're going to get to the bottom of in today's podcast. All right. Edible insects. Oh, yeah. Edible insects. I know that you're excited about this one, Kevin. I am. The truth is that you can eat almost every bug. I, I, the more I looked into it, the better it sounds. It's like a cornucopia. And when you're in the city, all those cockroaches, forget about Mm -hmm. it. Yeah. Your options, your options abound. So I know cockroaches and rats are on the table. Um, mm. rats are obviously not insects, but, uh, I'm just saying I have been seeing a video on YouTube lately that keeps popping up in my feed right after the Joe Biden infomercial that every YouTube video starts <laughs> out with. Yeah. Yeah. You, you know the one. Um, I know exactly what you're talking about. Now I have an interesting story. I remember when I was in boot camp, uh, I bet a guy $50 that he wouldn't eat a cockroach. All right. And I lost $50 because he had no problem. He just threw it in his mouth and ate it. Uh, and said, but later oh, on, yeah. looking back. Oh, wait. Okay. The things, that you ha- the things that you have to worry about, specifically about cockroaches and bugs in, in, uh, in the city, is that there's all sorts of disgusting parasites they carry. Yes. Parasites now, are going to be the recurring theme in eating edible insects. That's right. That's right. And it doesn't matter if you're in the woods or in the city, uh, but the more contact it comes in with, with, uh, people, the less, the more likely it is to have, you know, disgusting, uh, parasites and gross things round and worm and, probably and, have the COVID and they got the COVID. That's where right. the COVID lives. In the city. Is in the city. Right. Right. Um, New York city is my guess, mm. but you know, whatever. Um, All right, so cockroaches are on the table. Now, there's one category, grasshoppers, crickets, and I believe uh, cockroaches would fall into Mm -hmm. this category. They recommend pull off the head, and usually the entrails will come out with it. Right. So it's kind of like gutting the bug, Mm -hmm. if you will, right? Because it all kind of sticks to the head, like through the neck there, right? Um, and you're going to want to pull off the wings and the legs. So you really just have the meaty body. Uh And what you're going to want to do is you're going to want to roast or skewer them. Uh All right. And that will kill the parasites that are still alive. So that's going to be the case on volume if you're going to be roasting Uh them Right. 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 And what's and tricky. the tricky thing is, yeah. how do you get how do you get a whole bunch of bugs? So, grasshoppers 
they're not real easy to catch. But what you want to do is go out early in the morning because they're still lethargic. Yes. I also read that you can lay out like a flannel shirt if you have one. And it would stick to their the feet bugs in there. Yeah. Right. And they get trapped in it. I didn't never heard of that before. It's funny I came across that same information. <laughs> um mm -hmm. next would very be very high in protein. Next high protein, mm -hmm. ants. There's always ants in the city, and there's right. always ants in the country. I don't know where there isn't ants. I guess where it's cold, right? Right, right. So so there's also a trick to cooking to catching the ants. I've heard this trick. Go ahead. <laughs> well, you just that you have to find the ant nest, right? And you, you take a stick and you smack the ant nest a few times, you know, like fuck you, ants. Fuck your shit. Do you, and you say that or does yeah, it you have to say that? Okay. And then you jam the stick down in the ant hole, and they're all gonna bite at it to try and, and attack it. And so you just Take the stick back out, stick it in a bucket of water, and then back in the in the nest and keep doing that until you have like a hundred ants. And right. load up your, your pot with ants. All right. Now and then you're gonna want a, a bucket boil full it. of ants. What do we do now? Right. We boil it. Okay. You boil them. Right. And you're gonna you're gonna pour the water off when you're done. Now, ants, I guess, have a have a um they're acidic, but if you boil them in water, it's gonna neutralize the acid. It's gonna break down the chemical that that creates that as acidic flavor right. you can eat ants without raw. cooking them right you can eat they, them raw they taste a lot worse right now i was told they have a lemony flavor mm. when you eat them raw so maybe so. you want to garnish with with maple maybe some uh parsley and some lime wedges now uh, that sounds excellent maybe some garlic mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. I guess garlic lemon, is that a thing or not really? That is a thing. That is a thing. Sounds okay. Excellent. So, well, I just, everything's better with garlic, right? Doesn't that, yeah. that seem accurate? Absolutely. Now, here's a secret of the pros that you probably didn't know. Wasps are part of the ant family and therefore are also edible. And you pop those wings off. And boil them right up with the ants, and you're good to go. So if you have a lot of wasps, and yeah. you've already killed them, I'm just saying there's options. Watch I have this. to say, I'm options I'm on the table. <laughs> <laughs> See what I did there? Yep, yep, I like it. All right, I have to say that? though, I'm much more excited about. Uh, catching a bunch of ants than I am about going out and catching a bunch of wasps. Yeah, it doesn't sound fun in a survival <laughs> situation. Um, all right, I, I'll keep moving here. What about termites? Termites, excellent. You can roast them as well, and you want to cook until they're crispy on the outside. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Grubs, you know, grubs that you dig in the dirt, you find those like little... Uh, white kind of wormy looking things that are curled up. Yeah, yeah. You, you roast them until the skin is crispy. So you know right. it's kind of roasting is really the key. Uh, yeah. Wood now, light. what I would say. Oh, go ahead. For for almost all the bugs that I've found, the the best bet is to throw a little bit of butter or a little bit of oil in a pan and and just cook them right in the pan. Just little light fry. Okay. But obviously, if you're down to eating bugs, you may not necessarily have a, a pan and a fire and a, and a stove handy. A little so piece worst of case foil, scenario, foil you got from the candy wrapper. You know, and you don't right. want to use the golden ticket. 
Not but the golden ticket. Oil you have, you could actually right. just put put the uh, ants and stuff in there. Now a lot of the candy bar foils are actually mostly paper on the one yeah, side. Yeah, they're trash so now. That's that's nineteen fifties candy bars. Okay, I'm a little older than <laughs> than I'd like to let on. Um, mm-hmm. Now wood lice. Now these are also roly polies or pill bugs. You'd call them. Mm-hmm. Um, you would boil those and get right. this. They taste like shrimp. Yeah. I seriously doubt that. I haven't eaten any of these. <laughs> I have had shrimp, but I seriously doubt it's the same flavor. Now, slightly outside the insect category, worms. Worms, earthworms. High in protein, earthworms. Mm-hmm. I think you guys know how to get earthworms, where to find them. Um, those you're going to want to also cook in like a frying pan until yeah, crispy. Yeah, I, you, you can squeeze the shit out of the earthworm and just eat it. The shit? If, you know, or the worm? If you're a savage. No, that, well, you, I, I suppose if you're a shit eater, you could eat the shit. But no, I was talking about the worm. So oh, okay. you squeeze the shit out, right? And you just can pop them in your mouth. I don't, that doesn't seem very appealing to me. And if you don't and care think, about flavor, you could eat the shit too. Right, right. Just putting that out there. You, yeah. You're not a, yeah, but you could season it with some garlic, some shallots or something. Right. Well, there's something about eating a living thing, like, that's just kind of gross. I mean, it's not like you can smash their head with a hammer and they're dead and they stop wiggling, you know? Right. They're going to wiggle all the way down. Yeah, that's creepy. All right. Um, here's a new one for you. Stink bugs. Yeah, now I always thought stink bugs were clearly not edible because they smell like shit when you smash them. <laughs> they but do. But that's not necessarily the case, huh? So what you'd want to do is soak them for 10 minutes, and that's going to get away rid of a lot of that nastiness that you associate with stink bugs that you're telling me about right now. And now after they've soaked for 10 minutes, then you're going to roast them in a pan mm-hmm. and, and roast those up. So all these can be done kind of over the open fire. Um, right. Another one you might not think of, scorpions. Cut off the stinger, roast until golden brown, considered a delicacy in some yeah, areas. You know, I always hear shit like this. I heard that eating termite queens is a delicacy. Scorpions oh, the are, queen. Where, you're living, where in the world? You're living like royalty when you're <laughs> eating the termite queen. But where in the world are you... Is this a delicacy? I, I just feel like that's bullshit. I always read the shit about it's a delicacy and this this shit and that shit. It's, that sounds like a bunch of horse shit. Nobody in the world wants to be eating scorpions. If you have a cow... You're not going to be eating scorpions. All, that's all I'm saying. Well, who's who's the the fat guy that goes to all the other countries and eats the food? Like he's like the first one, you know, before Anthony Bourdain and all the other guys. Who's that oh, one? I don't, who had I don't that remember show? his name. I remember he wasn't fat when he started, but he oh just yeah, he's so fucking happened. scorpions. But he and, was eating all those bugs, right? I mean, yeah, he was eating all that. And he's stuff. like, these are great, you know. And you're like, <laughs> ah, I don't know, dude. Mm-hmm. He was he was the classic right there. Um yeah. maggots. That just sounds maggots. enticing. It um, does. Maggots you're gonna want to boil or saute. 
saute sounds better than me, better to me. But yeah. I think, like you said, I think cooking it up is going to be, you know, the way to go here. Now, if you have some leafy greens. Right. Maybe a little bit of garlic in, in some of right. these guys. You don't want to overdo it. But now, um, another one, uh, same thing like beetles kind of fall into that termite and grasshopper where you're going to want to roast them for parasites. Uh, one thing with grasshoppers, anything that's like a bright color, that seems to be the, the theme in nature. Um, right. Is if something is bright colored, you don't want to eat it because they'll be toxic or poisonous. And there are some uh, grasshoppers out in Texas that are, are bright colored and you can get into trouble. So keep that in mind. It's not all. When I say grasshoppers, I mean green, normal, you know, like a grasshopper, yeah, like it turns out. Like you've seen cartoons, yeah. right? They're green. Yeah. Um, if you're one of those lunatics that live down in Texas all summer long, like some sort of crazy You person. already have your own set of crazy going on <laughs> out there. So Right. Now, I know we got a lot of listeners in Texas, and you guys actually have a lot of great things going if California doesn't come over and fuck it up. But, yeah, you know, there's a damn good chance California is going to come over and fuck it up. But I'm pretty sure California is going to fuck up the whole country. So I, I don't yeah. think you're all alone in that. Mm -hmm. Um I don't know if you guys you remember we were, we told you we watched a bunch of episodes of that show alone and where they were doing that survival. We did an episode on that. And one of the guys cooked up a slug or I, I guess it was a couple of slugs. And he was real worried about getting the slimy, nasty shit off him. And I think he even like soaked it a little bit. Then he like boiled it and it ended up being like a crustacean, like shellfish kind of thing. Now, he spoke very highly of it. However, I did read a lot of gray areas on the internet of eating slugs that you really could kind of get into trouble where they could actually be toxic or poisonous. And I guess one of the things you run into is, you know, slugs kind of absorb everything. They can handle the toxic, nasty stuff. So they're actually known to like eat poisonous mushrooms and things like that, where you can actually ingest some of that toxin um, if you eat them. So I guess you decide if, you know, if you, I guess if you're going to die anyway, you may as right. well go for it. But slugs sound like something you want to be careful of and aware of. Yeah. But, and I have to, I have to be honest with you. I've eaten crickets. I've eaten grasshoppers. And uh, if I'm, I've never eaten ants. I mean, I'll give and, it a try. I give it a you try. You know, we always hear stories about spiders crawling in your mouth when you're sleeping. So uh -huh. we've probably eaten spiders, right? Isn't that how right. the, the urban legend goes? Yeah, that's that's got to be bullshit, though, right? I, I keep telling myself eat, it's bullshit. So yeah, you eat something like 12 spiders a year. But how do they know? Are they like what, just watching people sleep and be like, oh, yeah. oh it's going in. It's going in. Oh, climb back out. <laughs> like how do I get this number? It sounds it sounds and who up. are the guys that are like, hey, why don't you watch me while I'm sleeping? And if you see a spider go in there, just leave them. Don't even worry. Yeah, about don't wake it. me up or anything. Yeah, that doesn't sound good. Like, and they watch it crawl all over your face and shit. And they're like, right. Oh, he's going in. I see it. Yeah. It's no. yeah, it sounds like uh it sounds like bullshit, but 
All right, but we're just putting that out there. So I'm not going to give an official ruling either way on uh, on uh, spiders, but mm-hmm. the rest yeah, of it I, you can take to the bank. Dragonflies, yeah. either way, though. Dragonflies. Oh, dragonflies! Right, they're also right they're on the that. table. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's right. They seem they're a little bit meatier than yeah than ants and things. You know, yeah, some are really beefy, right? Yeah. Yeah. Now I. I have to say though, it's it's going to be a pretty dire situation before I start eating bugs and grubs and maggots and and worms and all the shit we're talking about. That's actually why we spend the amount of time prepping that we do, because right. me and Kevin just really don't want to eat the bugs. Yeah, and also, we're like, you know, we're gonna just you know that and somebody yeah. like killing your family and stuff. We're also not mm-hmm. down for that. But yeah. I mean, you know, otherwise you there's not even cat. really a reason, a reason right. to prep. Yeah, the cat's on the table before the bugs. Right, right, way before. And you know, I'll tell you another thing is they they sell um, chicken and tuna, and they come right in cans. You can buy cans of them, and they last for you know for eighteen months or so, if mm-hmm. not longer. Mm-hmm. So if I mean, maybe maybe that would be a better option for prepping prepping protein. Yeah. No, I think that's probably the way I would go. Um, I know that, you know, uh, I I guess nobody's buying long-term food storage right now. The price went through insanity, just like bullets and everything else. Um, But Mm -hmm. I know Wise and a couple other companies really uh, have you kind of covered in the the long-term food for meat and that kind of thing. Um, a lot of them, you got to be careful. They'll kind of trick you where it's like meat and rice. And they're like, oh, mm-hmm. you know, so many calories. But you realize half your preps are freaking rice. And yeah, right. that's fine. I mean, I have no problem with, you know, making your dollar go further and filling bellies. But I can buy the 50 pound bag of rice for eight bucks. So if you're right. going to substitute half the meat with rice, I feel like you're just hurting me, you know? Right. I agree a hundred percent. I don't know if you guys, we haven't talked about this in quite a while, but uh, you know, going to the store and uh, you know, rotating like the Sam's club, 25 pound or 50 pound bag of rice. If you actually buy that and replace it every year, every year you're out like 20 bucks or less. And you really buy yourself a lot of cushion of hungry bellies. And that's right. something, you know, you might want to think about. I actually um, buy a size that I can stick into a five-gallon bucket without opening it, without oh, okay. opening the yep. rice bag. Mm-hmm. And then I'll close that up to just buy a little more time. But I got to say, if you keep it in a dry, cool place, we've definitely opened the 25-pound bags of rice and like I'll fill up like a, a, a canning jar or something, um, you know, mm-hmm. one of the bigger ones with rice and we'll use it in our day to day. And we've actually gone through the 25 pound bags and like cycled through them. And it usually takes less than a year to, you know, work through it, even with normal, you know, stuff that's, you know, eating your tacos and chili, maybe two nights a week, you're adding rice and you'll, you'll burn through it. You know, it's not impossible to get through it. So again, and if you have to throw out 10 bucks 
for the length of time that it buys you having a fresh mm-hmm. bag of rice down there. Um, you know, that's something you may want to consider adding to your preps. And I got to say your roasted grasshoppers in a bowl of rice sounds a lot better than a bowl of roasted grasshoppers. Yes. Yes. I've had a bowl of roasted grasshoppers and it was disgusting. So, I mean, it's, uh, and imagine if you had hot sauce, right? Grasshoppers and much freaking uh, rice. Things are looking up. Now you're thinking delicacy. (laughs) See, now Now we're back on that king and queen delicacy shit again. Huh? Yeah. See how I, we, we came full circle on that one. Yeah. Um, Now another great idea on getting your protein is uh, going to GNC or whatever you know your health food yeah. store is and buying the pro- protein powder. Keep it sealed up and it'll last a long time. Keep it sealed up in, in a dry spot and that's going to hold up for a long time. Yeah, no, th- there's a lot of great options out there. And, you know, uh, James, don't sweat it. I'm not blowing off your uh, topic there. I'm going to kind of see if we can't work in some more long-term meat. Uh we also got an email from Big Mike. Kevin, did you see it? It looked like you were maybe starting to respond to that. Yeah, yeah. I'll have um, to go in there uh, after, after yeah, we're done recording. I'll let you take care of that. But he also, you know, so we're getting your emails. We're looking out for you guys. We're uh, Kyle also sent one, an email, and I thought there was one more. I don't know. I guess it was James about the long-term food. So mm-hmm. anyway. If you guys have questions and concerns, you can email us at preppingbadass at gmail.com. You can tell Mm -hmm. us about show ideas, things you want to learn about, you want to hear about, you want to tell Kevin that he's getting people killed with his eating cockroaches or whatever. You know, we're open to criticism. My feelings are a little more sensitive, so I'd rather you direct the the hatred and anger towards Kevin. But, you know, to teach his own right anything you want to say we're here yeah. for you now you i'm, had I'm always t- down to get a verbally abused it always it right. kind of makes me feel uh feel like I, i'm at home with my wife you know it's, that's it's it nice. kevin likes it's a good, a good fight you know he's a fighter mm-hmm. so so hey now, i wanted open. to touch on real quick yeah. before we wrap things up no um, yeah some I, wildfire I safety yes uh, now we yeah. had some, I know we've talked to some, uh, some people we've gotten emails and posts on Facebook and different things uh, about people that are, you know, in or near the affected areas right now up in Oregon. Yes. And, uh, you know, California has, has every year has some, some serious wildfires and, uh, Australia, you know, there's some dangerous areas that, um, that you can get caught off guard with, uh, with the wildfire and realize that you're in the path and you don't have a, a, a real good option as far as, um, you know, either getting, uh, moving or, or getting out of the way, uh, before one of these things start. So, uh, what you can do though, if you're in one of these areas to prep, you know, get prepped for it and just at least, uh, at least, you know, do some long-term, uh, long view ideas on keeping your, yourself and your family safe. Um, you know, if you go out about 50 feet around your property, you should be, uh, you know, cleaning up all the dried leaves and pine needles. Uh, you want to limit the fuel around your house, you know, clear any branches off of trees below 15 feet to keep, you know, keep the fire from getting into your tree line. Uh, remove any like vines or plants that are right along your house. Um, 
and uh, use gravel instead of mulch. Like, you know, some of the areas in your yard where you might mulch things, you could use use gravel in, the, in place of that. Um, it's also, gravel is also great for like fuel breaks, which you might want around, around your house. You can use like, you know, your driveway and gravel pathways to kind of make a space between, uh, you know, burnable stuff so that the fire isn't going to just, you know, roll right through your yard into your house. Um, now when you get out to like 50 feet to a hundred feet away, you want to just start, you know, clearing some of the brush, you know, the dried branches and things that are down, uh, pull that stuff all back or, or, you know, burn it in a safe way ahead of time. Um, also probably a good idea to have like an emergency escape plan ahead of time. You know, if you're in an area, I know a lot of people are, are in areas where there aren't wild wildfires, but they know that there's potential, you know? Yeah. Um, so you, you kind of want to just be a little bit prepared, you know, have and, a plan. And kind for, of monitor for the escaping. news. You know, I, I know right, obviously, a lot of preppers wanna... like to practice that kind of isolationist idea and we know watching the news media is like listening, you know, it's like putting a drill to your head sometimes, but right. checking in every day and being aware of what's going on is not a bad idea, especially right. in the drier, you know, when you're in a dry spell or going through these times. And mm-hmm. another secret badass tip I got for you is if you're looking for a reason to buy that new big ass tractor with the bucket on it, Yep. Preparing for a wildfire. That's you need right. To clear your property in a hurry. What are you uh-huh. going to do? Bam. Out there on the Kubota, clearing out ways, knocking over trees. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's not, you know, so, it's for your wife's safety. You're doing right, it for right. her. You're thinking, oh, 15, 20 grand, whatever it takes. You're like, that doesn't sound like a good investment. I'm not sure what right. we can do. But then, when you can sell it as, but now our house isn't going to burn down and all, right. all our long-term food storage and all my guns. Think of the mm-hmm. money we're saving. You're I can't saving afford, money by buying Can't it. afford not to buy a tractor. So I'm just saying, you might want to keep that in mind when the discussion comes up. Kind of I getting love a it. glare, a glare from the kitchen. I'm not sure what's happening. Yeah. But. Yeah. No, I love the way you're thinking though. I mean, it's you a see? good idea. That's it's right. A good idea. It's All right. Your so now responsibility let's say is the man to protect your family. Yeah, you have an obligation. Now, let's say hypothetically that you're, 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 uh, you have a wildfire not too far from you. Okay. It's maybe not coming right for you, but you're in the area. So here's here's what you want to do to get ready. Uh, pack your car. Get all your shit, all the shit that you really need to take. You know, your, your picture, your wife's picture of her aunt Judy. Oh, um, Aunt Judy, don't forget that. You know, your bug out bags, all your stuff, get that car packed and ready to go in case you need to bug out. If, if the, the, uh, authorities in your area say that you need to evacuate your house, don't be a stubborn asshole. Get in your fucking car and leave. You know, what if they're telling you to leave? Cause the government just wants to snoop through your shit. And they're using the excuse of wildfires. Two words. Booby traps. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I knew you'd have some kind of answer for me. All right. So, all right. Close up all your windows. 
Uh, remove your curtain, take your curtains down from the, your windows, turn off your gas, turn on your lights in case, uh, you know, fire trucks or something need to find your place. Mm. Um, fill the sinks and bathtub with water and hose down your yard and hose down your roof. Yeah. Um, you know, that. keeping that stuff wet will, will keep things, you know, like, uh, embers and stuff, uh, from just floating through the air and landing on your roof and just, now you can actually put sprinklers and stuff out in your yard and mm-hmm. I've actually seen photos of that paying off for people. So that mm-hmm. is something you could really try and do. I know in right. California, they might ha- they might oppose running water, but uh, I'm just yeah. Saying, but if there's if a wildfire like, coming, then you know, fuck the fuck those little rules because they they, they, the they don't matter anymore. Fuck the rules. When yeah, anarchy goes down, Chuck, you have to just say when insurance isn't covering it. Right. Fuck the rules. All right. I mean, if that's what you're saying. Also, we actually did an episode way back on uh, home firefighting or firefighting in the apocalypse or something along that line mm-hmm. um, that actually covered a lot of great ways to prepare your house for fire safety. And uh, and, I, and I'm talking about bigger things like, you know, like forest fire and things like that. We um, had a couple of good ideas that you might not have thought of, including your own fire truck, which is another great opportunity for you to maybe buy some cool property shit. I'm just saying, Mm -hmm. you know, you might even be able to sell a, a big, uh, or use a giant like water storage thing that you can move around with your tractor and bring over to the right area. Right. Tractor could be part fire truck. That's right, man. That's right. All right. Looking out. That sounds good, man. So, that's it. We're good. That's all I got. All right. So don't forget, you guys have ideas. You want to hear a topic. You want to, you know, learn about something that we haven't quite covered, or maybe it's been a while and you forgot and you want us to revisit it. Um, anything like that, please feel free to shoot us an email at preppingbadass at gmail.com. We would love if you shared these episodes with your friends um, all over Facebook. Facebook loves guys like us. So You know, you don't have to worry about it. And with that, stay safe, and we'll talk to you guys next week. The Survival and Basic Badass Podcast is a proud member of the Self-Defense Radio Network. Saturdays with life on the water. Join Captain Brandon Simmons for fishing, diving, travel, and so much more. You want to succeed. You want to fish. You want to be one of the greatest. Oh, look at that thing, dude. (laughs) Let's see what kind of trouble we can get into today. Don't miss life on the water every Saturday night from 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. (laughs) 
the destination for outdoor entertainment. Pursuing wild game in wild places. Tune in to Hunt Stand Presents Saturdays at 8.30 p.m. Eastern. Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment.